0: I'm Carrie Benedette, and this is my podcast, Thriving Matters, where you will find tools to revitalise you and your relationships, whether at work or in your personal life. Well, a little bit about me. I'm an education consultant specialising in emotional intelligence, and I use creative approaches that empower people with proven processes. I'm known for my high energy, passion and compassion for those in need of help and I like to shine a spotlight on what we can do. I'm here to bring positivity, confidence, and strength every day, everywhere. My mantra in life has been, let's give it a red hot shot. Oh, listeners, welcome to another episode of Thriving Matters podcast. And our guest today is Rachel Peach. Now, you're going to hear... And a, a, an incredible story of how Rachel actually worked with her own voice, and now works with others others' voices. Now, at the moment, everyone is talking about their story, and when we relate our story to people, we use our voice, our body, our our heart and soul to tell that. Whether it is face to face, online, whether it's in print or whether we sing it. So, Rachel, good morning to you.
1: How good are you today? Morning, yeah, I'm good, yeah. thanks, Carrie. Thank you so much for having me on today.
0: Oh, look, Thriving Matters is all about talking to what I call ordinary guys and gals like you and I who are doing extraordinary things in life and work. And I'm so privileged and honoured that anyone wants to speak to me and tell me their story. I think that's that's wonderful. So, you know, I like to prick up the ears and um, do lots more observing. Um, and I can talk, as everybody knows. Yeah. So. <laughs> so you're based in Melbourne? Yes, yeah? I am. Yes. All right. And I know that a spring has sprung here in Australia. So, listeners, if you're listening in from around the world, you've got a different season to us. But I know that there are many, many people here in Australia who are going, Bring on spring and summer, even though we're going to be using nasal sprays and antihistamines um, because the spores and moulds and the Australian flora like wattle will send us all crazy so yes. i'm one of those girls so my voice would actually be affected by all the things that are happening in in my sinuses and my throat yes. and so
1: yes yes. Nice. yes it's very very common very common this time of year but yeah, yeah. but still bring on spring because we've, we've been missing it
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh rachel there's always a spring in your step and so i think our listeners need to hear a little bit more about you
1: so okay. tell us about rachel Okay. Um, well, Rachel Peach is my name, obviously, and I am a vocal coach. I have been teaching voice since, oh gosh, 1995. Ooh. So a very long time. And I have been specializing in voice function for about 15 years now. And the reason that I got into voice function is because as a singing teacher, I was frustrated that I couldn't help every voice that I worked with. There seemed to be some voices that really didn't um, respond to just what I call generic training. And so it just sent me down the, the rabbit hole, I guess, of looking for um, is there any way that I can find out how to help voices much more than just general singing lessons. And I I did find the right training and I sunk a lot of time and money into um, understanding the voice better And there's so much we can learn about the voice. And when I started to work with voice function um, and just briefly, voice function is about listening to a voice and being able to discern what's happening at a functional level or a coordination level. So we listen to what the vocal cords are doing, where the position of the larynx is, how the breath is affecting all of that, how the shape of our vowels are affecting the balance of our voice. And every voice brings a different set of habits to the table. And that's why I couldn't quite figure out how mm. to help every voice because if you prescribe the same training to every voice, every voice is going to respond differently because every voice works differently. So at the end of the day, um, the training that I got allowed me to firstly, take a deeper listen. And secondly, it gave me the tools to be able to say, hey, your voice is feeling a little bit, a little bit over compressed. So we need to give you some exercises to, to release some tension on your vocal cords and around the extrinsic muscles around your voice. Um, But that's a very different set of exercises compared to someone who is presenting with a light breathy voice, who can't get enough projection in their voice. So very, very mm. different training for two very different types of voices, but we all end up at the same place from a function perspective. Um, yeah, so that's very
0: basically much. what I do. Well, two great examples. So thanks for that because I know you work with a variety of people for a variety yeah. of reasons, which I think is is beautiful. And my takeaway from just what you said there that, you know, every voice is unique and so yes, we should yeah. treat it as unique and look after it. I know I've come out of education and one of the first things uh, that happens to a brand new teacher, a young oh, teacher yeah. is that they they are actually looking at some assistance for resting their voice or yes. being a, and th- this notion of projection and speaking all the time is massive. So I know for early career teachers um, oh, yeah. and even someone who's gone back into teaching after a period of time uh, what they have to do to rest rest the voice and what symptoms they're getting. so yes. it wouldn't just be teachers, um, you've got singers speakers yep. mm-hmm. um, musicians it, you know even composers depending on their processes I, yep. I would suggest but it could very well be um, that there are you know we're, we're all born very differently our human body is amazing we think we think we're like the pictures of the human body or that we're yes. you know our two lungs are sitting in the exact space the, the liver the kidneys ah, yes. everything yes. is right you know but when you go Mm. you you have anything um investigated health-wise they'll often say well actually your your stomach's actually sitting over here where yeah you know it's tucked <laughs> in under blah 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 or you yeah. know the other day i had some blood taken um for some blood tests and she she made the comment um oh um yes yeah, some people's veins go across their arm not oh, lengthwise what? and i went Oh really this is fascinating oh, wow. I didn't know so didn't know we're know always that. finding out something about yeah. our uniqueness and I think that's what I love and I was so curious um to have you on um to let's let's see what we can learn from you as well yeah. um because I know you have a, a fabulous course you teach face-to-face as well as online yeah. um and so our listeners I think your ears must be picking up right now because yeah. I know that there, there are times when I go whoa I, I'm not breathing properly for yes. what I'm doing here or did my voice sound really scratchy and high or why is it s- sounding so yeah. irritated or, you know, yes. what's changed? Or somebody says, what's wrong with your voice, you know, and you haven't
1: picked it up. So exactly. Oh,
0: fascinating. Exactly. Yes.
1: You? It's it's my specialty to listen to that and to discern what is actually contributing to that issue. Mm. And um, it's always a different set of issues for, for everyone. Yeah, and it's not just you know the the anatomy. It's not just the the function and the breathing, but it's also uh, how much sleep are we getting, how hydrated we are, how stressed we are, how yeah. we actually feel about our voice, and all of those things factor in. So there's a whole picture, a whole um, uh, context that we need to take into consideration, mm. and uh, I like to tread very carefully and very strategically and very intuitively and everyone is a different person and we need to well I need to discern um, how how much that person the person that I'm working with not just the voice but that person how much are they willing to take on because our voice is such a unique thing and it's also a very personal thing Mm. and our voice has been referred to as our instrument, our most important communication tool, but it's also a part of us. It's a part of our body. It's a part of our identity. So when we start to mm-hmm. correct things in voices, we also need to bear in mind that whoever is having the correction is also a human being and yeah. there is a process that they're about to go through that I need to discern how much can they take at one time because uh-huh. we're, we're getting in there and we're changing things well, with good you, results, yeah. But results. Yeah.
0: Well, you have a whole holistic approach don't you that's what it um that's what i've just just learned then and yeah it makes sense it makes sense that sleep nutrition hydration yep. everything your your emotion how you manage your emotions yeah you, and breathing oh i am um, i'm a classic um i got asked a, f- a number of years ago i was doing a massive walk for my my one of my decade birthdays and oh, i did uh, i walked the kokoda trail. oh wow yeah and it was it was a mammoth but one of the things that happened to me um, was one of the little there was a <laughs> there was a medic so one of the Papua New Guinean porters yes. carried this massive suitcase oh, wow. of every bit of medicine bandage ointment tablets that, that, that oh, he could, and he carried that on the trek with it so oh, there were wow. 30 where there were six years 60 of us all together, they broke us down into two groups of 30. Yeah. This particular day, I went great guns the first day, kept up with everybody, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. The second day, not so much. Oh, and I'm wow. going, oh, Carrie, are you going to be able to finish this? Because it was, yeah. uh, you know, it was a, it was a fair way. And, 182K we did oh. in about eight days. Oh. Um, and to tell you how arduous it was, I lost 10 kilos. Oh, Wow in that time so oh wow that's the amazing but this particular day the little medicine man comes up to me and he goes do you need a puffer do you need a puffer oh. <laughs> and he pulls out and I went no no I'm just a puffer myself and I yes. always puff like yes. if I go to the gym or I'm training or something yeah, um, yeah I do and I go you really need to work on your breathing carry. So yes. I'm yes. totally fascinated about yes. something yes. We, we all could probably do today if you've got yes. a you've got a tip or strategy up your sleeve. We, yes, we could go there. Yeah. But yes. Rachel, tell everybody about what was the catalyst for you to move from your singing career, your voice career to yeah. doing this work with others, being the vocal coach and then moving into the voice function that yeah. you seem to have an absolute gift for as well as expertise. Yeah. So yes, and tell an us,
1: absolute passion for. Yes. Yeah. Um, so there's a few moments for me. I actually trained to be a classroom music teacher. So I went to uni and studied to be a music teacher in the classroom and yeah. my major at the time was piano. And I did switch to voice halfway through um, as my major. Um, so I, I, I felt in love with, with teaching voice uh, right from the get-go. So I knew that it was in my future, but I've always been a teacher, always. And because I got mm. this degree in teaching music in the classroom, I thought that's, that's my, I've got to use my degree. And I did start teaching music in the classroom and immediately hated it. I, I don't know how I got that. I didn't understand that when I did my teaching rounds, but I didn't really enjoy it in the classroom. And I think the main reason is I didn't get to connect with people one on one or the kids one on one because I felt like I was a bit of a babysitter. Being a specialist teacher, you don't get to spend a lot of time yeah. with you know forming relationships with kids, and you do feel like a babysitter. And unless you're um, really lively and you're, you know, let's go on to this game, let's do that activity all day, which I did not have the energy for. Uh, it, it's one of those things that mm. I found that I was just scrambling for ideas and also there were kids in that room who just didn't want to be there. Yeah, And I had to I had to find ways to engage them. And, you know, my training helped me to do that, but it didn't satisfy me from a, a vocation perspective. Mm. And I had already been teaching piano and singing by that stage privately so I thought I really enjoyed that I'm going to fall back to that and the the catalyst for doing that was I remember I was teaching a class at the end at the end of the day it was a really noisy class I was filling in for someone else teaching drama and it was a really it was just chaotic I had no idea how to teach this drama class and the kids were just it was the end of the day I was a big failure and I thought how do I keep doing this and I remember the, the head of middle-year drama, it was a to K-12 school, she came bustling in and setting up for her class the next day and she sounded so happy. And, Carrie, this is at the very end of the day where everyone is tired and haggard. I was certainly feeling that and defeated. And she was bustling around the room, humming away, and I, I said to her, um, why are you so happy? You know, I just <laughs> had to understand what it is. What is putting a spring in your step? Because seriously, that was a hard class I just taught. So, how do you do this job? And she turned to me, and what she said to me re- redefined the direction of my career. And the, the words she said to me was, This job energizes me. Uh, and I'm pausing just to let that sink in. <laughs> <laughs> because I had that light bulb moment. This yep. job does not energize me. Yeah. I have to change. And what can I fall back to? Something that I love doing, teaching privately, and yeah. that's what I did. And I did not look look back. It oh. was such a catalyst moment for me, such a catalyst. And the other um, pivotal moment for uh, you know, not not necessarily pursuing a big singing career was, well, I guess it's not a pivotal moment. I'm essentially a teacher, but with the with the voice function, I think uh, when I was talking before about just feeling like. needed to help every voice and it was at a it was at a time when I decided to do voice function training I was feeling very low about my skills as a teacher and I for me it was a a real leap of faith to go you know what I really want this and and I just grabbed it by both horns and away I went and again never looked back.
0: Ah, So Mm -hmm. the gift she gave you a gift that day that you were you were open to listening and I think that's one of the the big things we can miss it we can yes. miss it um, and go through purgatory again. Um, yes. And again. Yes. Until till it resonates and you just go, why do I keep doing the same yeah. thing over that with no return? No feeling the same way. Um, yeah. <laughs> yes. That's that's one of life's great levelers, isn't it? Why yeah. do I keep doing this and this keeps happening? <laughs>
1: yes. Oh yes. But we eventually learn because we get so sick of Of falling back into those habits and it and and I think the the beautiful thing is when you get to the other side of that decision that you're making and just going I know this is this is a really hard decision it's going to change so much about what I do but I have to try yeah because consider the alternative of not trying and living with the regret of not trying of not trying which is a huge consequence so and I imagine, like
0: anything, it took a while to get all the the different um, things in place yes. to to be successful. It's like anyone who's who um, is working um, in their own business has set up. Yep. They've had a their their side hustle or, or their hobby, then becomes what they want to work at, yes. or it morphs into that. And it takes it does take a while to put the pieces into place. Yes, and people instantly think that you arrive, Rachel. Each mm. as a successful woman with this great career and it just happened overnight Mm-mm, but the truth no. is <laughs> the truth <laughs> is it's not like that at all no but no we make it we can make it look glamorous or we can we can yes. actually be as honest and transparent about it as possible yes. so yes I thank absolutely. you for sharing that because oh. not everybody wants to say they they were absolutely rubbish at teaching it's oh. it's, a, it's a hard gig it, when you talked, you when similar? you spoke about the drama, that you didn't know how to do drama, yeah. you and I are a bit similar. I'm an yeah. economics train, so I was the oh. cooking and sewing teacher. Yes, and, yes. And the lowest of the lowest, I think, on the run, you know. Um, but I remember being given a year nine sex education class in my oh. first year of teaching. Oh, wow. And Oh, yes. And I looked at them and I went, is this trial by error is this (laughs) failure by persecution is this because in those days i mean it's 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 a long time ago in those days a lot of the um teaching profession um was very open in saying um suck it up princess yeah toughen up because yeah i didn't get any help so why should you yes and that also goes to the whole culture of how we look after people and how we you know you know, yeah. basically yeah. What you call it
1: onboarding or induction these days. But oh, I never hmm. got any of that. I no. I never got a mentor. I was basically thrown in the deep end. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and because I acted confident, it was just fake it till you make it sort of thing. Yes, uh, I remember a people drama. saying to me, "You know, oh, you're so confident as a teacher, but inside I was just drowning, yeah. absolutely drowning. No, no help whatsoever. Yeah. None. And to me, when you've
0: gone into business, what what, what I do, you actually surround yourself with coaches, mentors, yep. significant people who you actually can get really honest feedback
1: from or share share techniques, strategies, yes. contacts. So oh, you can't be an island. You have yes. to be connected to other people. Yeah. Otherwise, it's very lonely otherwise. And there are so many people that can enrich in your life and your experience. And and it's not just for what they bring to the table, but Mm. them as human beings. I've made so many great friendships from being connected to a wider community and not just in the singing teaching community, um, but also people who are coaches, people who are mentors in different areas. And uh, it's just been a fabulous ride. I just have not looked back and I look at it and go, I made that happen I stuck my nose to the ground and said Rach this is what you've chosen you feel so uh what's the word I'm trying to think of I guess I felt so connected to it it felt so right that I I just knew that I had to keep going and yeah I'm still going I'm loving this ride (laughs) it's been really hard times where I'm you know You'll always shed tears, you'll always be frustrated, yeah. uh, but you will get past it and you will, you know, rise again. It, it's just part of the journey. <laughs>
0: well, there's there's some trust there that you've got the goods or you can seek the help to make the next step. Yeah? Yes,
1: yes, yeah. yeah. We are can incredibly we, resourceful.
0: Yeah, yeah. I love it. I think we've just got the the title of the podcast, I Made That Happen. <laughs> <laughs> I think we might go with that anyway. yes. Um, yes. Listeners, I'm curious, just like you are, about what Rachel puts in her day to get her up and ready for a podcast recording in the morning or yep. um, to, you know, to take on a new client, to speak in front of a whole lot of, of people herself, to share share some of her expertise. Yep. Um, anything that you do, Rach, how, how, what's your day look like? Anything special in there?
1: Uh, well, I, I do like to put a lot into my self-care routine that's always a must otherwise I don't feel that I can embrace a day as me so I always make sure I get up in time to yes get my hair done and my face done they have mm-hmm. to be the first things the, the the thing that I present to the world in my singing teaching business I work a lot with either teenage girls or 20 somethings and above And mostly females. I do have male clients, but mostly females. And there is a connection that I have with them, I think, based on not just my personality, but the way I present myself. So I do try and make myself relevant from a fashion perspective. And that's something that I've always enjoyed. So that just comes through. So I I put a lot of work into my image and really enjoy it. And I've fostered some great connections with my clients, I think, partly because of that. So a typical day involves making sure I get that done and I try not to start too early in the day because I do often teach until after dinner time so I'll yeah. be starting around about 12 one o'clock two o'clock and then teaching till about six uh, sorry seven mm. or eight but uh, I have reduced that recently because I don't like to teach too late into the evenings I mean there was a time years ago where I would be teaching from nine o'clock in the morning till nine o'clock at night yes you know, Twelve hour day. it's exhausting yeah.
0: Exhausting. Yeah. and uh, Really, you have to model what you—the the holistic nature of what you, your, yes. your um, product brand, what you yeah. do—to um, yes. put it that way. I think um, that notion of also being a role model for our young women yes. is super important because yeah. we're living in an instantaneous and beautiful mm. image of yeah. of everybody, yeah. when in actual fact. Um, there's a there's a lot of um, dishonesty around that uh, yeah. you know we, we're not actually being real to ourselves yeah. and once yeah. you find people that who are who are comfortable with how they look how they come across yeah. what what they espouse it matches up with yeah. their values and yes. matches up with your values so I think that's yes. that's really important now yeah, I yeah. do have a question yes um, okay. do you still sing I do. Yes. I do. And So what do you like? What's your favourite genre or um, that's
1: probably not the right word for music, is it? Well, there's so many cross genres these days. So I tend to put myself into the easy listening category because I'm currently in a duo called Lounge Cats and it is with another lady who I met. She, oh, how do I describe it? describe her. She, I met her when she came to me for singing lessons. She had, she's been in the music industry for a very, very long time. And like a lot of professional singers, uh, just started to feel the wear and tear around the voice after 20 years of singing in the music industry. So I taught her and I've collaborated with her on a number of projects. I think she's an awesome singer and we sing together really, really well. So we decided during COVID, let's actually start a project where we we actually do do a duo we've been talking about it for a long time and because i play piano i i call myself a singer pianist so whenever yeah. i perform somewhere i've got my keyboard with me and i sing and play and having someone else to sing with is it just takes it to another level yeah. and she's also a percussionist so it it just it's just a marriage made in heaven and her voice is divine so yeah we so we you know we share the lead so I'll sing half the lead, she'll sing the other half, and then we do backing vocals for each other. And it's really important to find someone that you work with really, really well. Mm. And it's just been a dream working with her. It's a real synergy, isn't it? Oh, yes. So, so lounge cats. So yes. if
0: anyone was interested, where where would they find you? Were you on Instagram, Facebook? You're do you do on anything Facebook. like that?
1: Facebook? Yes, we are okay. on Facebook. You can follow us. Ah, uh, if you look up Lounge Cats, I can't remember what our ta- what our um You're right. we'll find uh, you. our handle is. It is Lounge Cats either Lounge Cat's music or Lounge Cat's duo. I can't remember. All right. <laughs> and if you're wondering which one it is it's the little it's a little black cat in a white circle that's us Aha, right all right listeners i'm going to find that and put
0: that in the notes for us okay yes yes so, and follow uh, us uh, yeah. we
1: do appear quite well, semi-regularly at a restaurant in beaconsfield called chili and chive okay chili and chive mm-hmm. beaconsfield and
0: okay and all right it can uh, is it, it's a cafe or a, a restaurant did you say
1: it's a restaurant yes. restaurant okay Thai restaurant Thai okay yes with a great wine list by the way <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, when I'm down when I'm down next we're going yes yes <laughs> all right oh look I I think we should um also talk about a couple of things that um we all might be interested in if just say um we fi- I find that I'm um really nervous about speaking somewhere whether it's in front of a new client or if it's in front of a group of people mind you that's sort of like heaven but anyway Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, but for some reason i'm i'm a little bit anxious about this yeah what what tip would you give us all because i think this happens to us if we're going for a job interview if we're meeting new our partner's Parents or family, if yes. there's a whole lot of things that can cover not just work, but life um, yes. as well. So what, what would you be happy to share with us around a technique for that? So oh, we can all I'm practice so everybody.
1: I'm so glad you are. I love, I love answering questions like this. The first thing that I would recommend that you do is to get in c- control of your breathing. Your breathing matters so much to where to how your voice sits. And when we're nervous, we tend to breathe shallow. And we tend to breathe with our mouths open. Yep. So my my particular piece of advice about this is to close your mouth, start to breathe through your nose and get your, your breath as low as possible. So tummy breathing, try not to let your, your chest and your shoulders rise, but just start to slow your breathing down and get it into the belly. And just do that slow breathing for a little while. You can do things like, you know, the box breathing technique where you, You know, you breathe in for five seconds, you hold for six seconds, breathe out for seven seconds, or you can pick three numbers uh, that are relevant to you, Um, or you can uh, experiment with that a little bit. But that's been shown to, that particular technique has been shown to reduce anxiety Uh and slow your heart rate down. So that would be the first bit of advice. And secondly, um, in relation to that, when you're breathing while you're speaking, try not to breathe through your mouth. Trying to take big gulps of and then blah 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 blah. And then blah 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 because that will just take you down a rabbit hole of sorry, a downward slope of I'm starting to feel nervous again. So try and take every now and then just try and close your mouth, take a breath in and nice and deep, and away you go again. That will help keep the nerves at bay and it'll help you to focus on something else besides audience the, looking at you yeah yeah oh I love those two thank you so much because oh, you're welcome uh,
0: I think anything that's practical um, that affects us all yes. is is fantastic and for anyone who's thinking of going into being um, a coach a speaker yeah. um, okay. anything a singer for that I mean I've, I've been watching um, a little bit of your the voice um, oh yeah the voice at, yes. at the moment you know so yeah. um and it's it's quite phenomenal the volume oh. Oh. that people can get. so the yeah. breathe the breathing techniques, and I imagine there can a whole lot of vocal strain um, uh, that that yes. occurs as well., yeah. oh, yes, yes, yeah. because
1: in the voice, there is a there's an ideal balance between your airflow, as in you know, what actually fuels your sound and the strength of your voice, which is where your vocal cords are. and we call that muscle. so if if your if your muscles, your your vote your vocal cords aren't strong enough, and you send a lot of air to that, that's just going to blow those apart, and that's where the that's where the strain can kick in. Because our response to that is either to either let go and blast our vocal cords full of air, or we strain against it and try and shut it down. And that's where a lot of strain can can eventually eventuate as well. So it's really important to gradually develop that ideal balance between your airflow and the muscles of your vocal cords. So
0: it's really um, about your physiology. Understanding yep. your physiology, but also Brilliant. understanding how you think at the yes, same time. Yeah. So uh, being aware of what the emotions are. So to me, that's the emotional intelligence side of this, yeah. being able to, to manage that the yeah. self-awareness yeah. Yes. Um, is, is important. Um and then then goes then with the intent, what's the purpose of what you're doing this for? So yeah. there'd be yeah. we'd be finding out different ways for um, to do our breathing for different purposes. Yes.
1: Oh, yeah. absolutely,
0: yes. So, for someone who's a speaker, yes, on a on a stage. So, just um, take yourself. You're you're speaking to a a conference of about yep. five hundred people. You know, yep. at the Melbourne Convention Centre. Yep. Um, what sort of things would you do to get yourself ready for that?
1: I would make sure that I've been drinking water for at least three days beforehand. Wow because water is something that is if you think about water if when you swallow water it goes nowhere near your vocal cords it goes down the other pipe yes <laughs> so goes remit- so it yeah. exactly so yeah. when people are feeling dry and parched in their in their mouth it's often due to nerves because you know I know when I'm extremely nervous my mouth goes dry so no amount of water is going to help me um, but it's what we reach for but the thing about water is that it needs to be in our system for at least three days beforehand and it it's there to hydrate your body and your vocal cords are part of your body. Body. So yeah. So be hydrating for days leading up to that. And that's one way I make sure I get ready. And another way is to get plenty of sleep. Uh Uh, Don't go, don't go to bed late, avoid foods that are going to set off any sort of reaction. So if you have acid reflux, avoid all the chili, the bread, all that sort of stuff. Um, Avoid um, taking lozenges or, sucking lozenges that contain menthol because they dry out your vocal cords,
0: Ah.
1: a drying effect. So anything like that, eucalyptus, peppermint, they're in the same category. Avoid, avoid, avoid because they dry you out. Um, But a a tip I can give you is if you tend to feel like your voice doesn't feel like it's up to par, you may have had a throat infection and you feel it's a bit inflamed in there. Go out and buy a tin of golden circle pineapple rings. Oh, St- uh, ditch the rings, stick them on your pizza. I need it later, but take the syrup that comes with that. So it has to be pineapple rings in syrup,
0: okay. and
1: tip it out into a mug. Pop it in the microwave for eight seconds or whatever, just to warm it, and then sip it. And the reason I suggest that is because there's a an ingredient in that called bromelain. Yeah, that's really good for in inflamed voices ah. so if you're worried leading up to something like that that's a tip that i would give you don't oh. drink cheese don't drink um lemon or whatever hydration and the uh, uh, pineapple I, syrup i love
0: that i love yeah. that. um the the nutritionist in in me in that history was just about to say sugar or sugar less, but it's syrup so it has to have sugar in yes it. yes <laughs> I'm not sure it was, but uh the energy the energy involved in breathing though for your voice yep. Yep. is is to be considered as well. So yes. um, I, I like the fact that there's foods to avoid yep. for their action, but and also we also need to have good energy around what we're going to do. Um, oh, yes,
1: and the mindset. I didn't touch on that because mm. I, I often when I lead when I'm leading up to a, a, a speaking gig, I find opportunities throughout my day to practice my demeanor. And my demeanour is something for what I'm known for. So it would have to be relevant to you, how you imagine yourself on stage speaking to people. And because I've been teaching for a long time, there's a demeanour that I can just naturally tap into. So I'll be doing my makeup for the day and then I'll stop and I'll talk to myself in the mirror. And I'll imagine myself saying certain phrases and and how I would engage someone through my personality and and I've got two mirrors. I know this sounds really strange. I've got a mirror straight ahead of me and I've got a mirror on the wall beside me. So I'll practice going from that mirror to that mirror and imagine that I'm looking two different people in the eye. And then when I turn back, I imagine I'm looking someone else in the eye. And the biggest thing that's behind that is not only my demeanor, but the belief that I just want to give that person a hug. I know it sounds really um, strange and that may not fit for everyone, but I have something to share that I think is really, really valuable. And by giving that information to you, I hope that's going to make your day. I'm, I really do. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's, it's a generous gift that I'm giving you. And I really want you to feel the generosity in that and how much I mean for you to do well by receiving this information. And uh-huh. I stop it from being about me. And I, and I, I just I have this giving mentality. And if I have people sitting there just staring at me with their arms crossed and no expression, <laughs> I I immediately think, well, that's okay. That's not telling me they're not interested. Maybe maybe they have Asperger's or something, and they yeah. don't know how to you know show emotion or reflect you yeah. know on their face. I, and I've come across that so many times. And you know, just to have someone like that come up to me afterwards and say, I really enjoyed what you had to say. So I've learned not to doubt those reactions i just go whoever i'm talking to they're going to be receiving it in their own way how they're reflecting it back to me is not a reflection on me at all you know that is that is a life lesson though isn't as well isn't it because
0: um (laughs) someone very close to me just looks at me and goes it's not about you
1: yes exactly right. it's not about yeah. you
0: and, and i think yeah. it's when you can actually laugh at that and say that to yourself carrie it's not about you yeah. think about it i will often look at others and go something else is going on here so yes. how can you be gracious in the moment
1: oh absolutely which,
0: which is a gift for them you know yes oh yes yeah. so it
1: completely turns it around and it takes practice to do that because it doesn't stop the panic in the moment when you're learning this.
0: Yeah, yeah. It,
1: you, you're still going to get those panicky moments, but rather than going, oh, this is failing, this is failing, just go, well, I can hear those voices, you know, hammering me with <laughs> self-doubt. It's okay, you can be there, but I'm just going to yeah. redirect on what I think I should be refocusing on right now. And eventually <laughs> those voices subside and you get more confident. And yeah. Oh, yeah. beautiful. Oh, I
0: love it. Listeners, We've just had amazing gifts given to us by by Rachel, and I know that you, if you're interested, can easily find her on her website. So, um, Rachel, I think the best, best place to direct everyone, we'll put this in the notes, is your website. Yes. So we've got um, the website...
1: Yes. Address. Is... Yes,
0: now you're <laughs> yeah. I think that was oh, my cue, right? <laughs> <laughs> now you're au So yes. I like that. And why don't you just give us a little bit of an idea of a couple of the programs that you've got available? Um, yep. You're
1: face to face and
0: online, don't you?
1: Yes, I do. I do face to face and online. I do one one on one, and I like to do that with a discovery call so that I understand where you're coming from. That that's a free session, and I also do workshops where I can either online or come to your your place of uh, business. And I I am in the process of refining a course. So uh, very soon I will be doing some Zoom, uh, some free Zoom uh, sessions where I present the, the bones of that course. Uh, if you're interested, I will be plastering, pl- plastering that around uh, social media. And uh, and that is pretty much it at this point in time. Well done. Well, that's, yeah. that's plenty to keep you busy. It is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> enjoy, enjoy. And listen, don't forget. That website is nowyouretalking.com.au. Um, yeah. And has to and, have the AU on the end. Yes. Um, and one of the things I think we've heard today is that there are so many techniques that we can actually employ to keep that voice of ours in yeah. the best possible way, healthy, yeah. respectful, heart-filled. Um, I just love the you, you sense of generosity, Rachel. So thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. So listeners, if you like, conversation today don't forget every podcaster loves a little bit of love so carries no different to anybody else but the love we'd like is for you to subscribe so you don't miss um, any of our um, guests but also to share it with someone who you think might be interested someone who you might think they've been thinking about doing something around their voice for a while i'm going to actually share this with them so give us the love pay forward for us Um, it's been an absolute pleasure, Rachel, and I'm listeners, I've booked a discovery call with Rachel, so why don't you? Um, and let's see where this takes us all. We all like to have a little bit of music in our life, and our voice enables us to do that in so many ways. We're so fortunate to have a beautiful voice. Just remember, you are precious in your thriving matters. So, listeners, I'll see you and hear you and have you in the audience for our next podcast so over to you now everything will be in the show notes take after your good selves rachel thank you once again great to talk to you today i'm carrie Benedet, and this is my podcast thriving matters